Pele and the Beast. Welcome children to another episode of Tall Tales for Sleepy Heads. Today I'm going to tell you a story that you've all heard before. Beauty and the Beast. Well, this version that I'm going to tell you today is a retelling from the original tale. A little more fun, a little more modern and still the same. Hear and find out. Once upon a time, there was a businessman who had made a fortune by trading overseas. He lived in a magnificent mansion staffed by servants and with a TV in every room. Just imagine, including the indoor swimming pool. The businessman's wife had died. So he had brought up their three beautiful daughters on his own. Unfortunately, the two eldest girls, Bianca and Bettina, laced about all day watching chat shows, flicking through magazines and daydreaming of marrying professional footballers. But Pele, the youngest daughter, was a great help to her father in running his business. She also enjoyed reading books on engineering and space exploration for she was as intelligent as she was beautiful and she had an avid interest in rocket science. The businessman once had to go away on an important trip for work. Don't forget to bring us back some jewelry, yelled Bianca. And some perfume, bellowed Bettina. Is there nothing you would like, darling? The businessman asked Pele. Pele thought for a while. Not really, daddy. I have almost everything. But if you really want to get me something, get me a beautiful rose. Okay, daddy? Love you. And she smiled. That's my girl, the businessman said and gave a cheery wave as he drove away. But when he returned a few days later, he was downcast and empty-handed. I'm afraid your dear old dad has messed up, the businessman explained. I was on my way back last night, but it was dark and raining, and somehow I got completely lost in the middle of nowhere. The only house for miles around was a spooky old mansion and I went to ask for help. The lights were on, the front door was open, but nobody seemed to be at home. I thought it was very strange, but I was so desperate that I crept inside and stayed the night. Early this morning, As I was hurrying off through the grounds, I stopped to pick a rose for Belle. Stop, thief! Someone roared. This is my house and those are my roses. Is this how you repay my hospitality? I am going to kill you. 
The man who came striding towards me was uglier than a monster in a horror film. He had a hairy face and bloodshot eyes, a snout for a nose and teeth like fangs. His hands were clawed and his body huge and hulking. I realized that the beast was deadly serious, so I fell on my knees in terror and begged for mercy. I will give you 3 months to say goodbye to everyone and put your affairs in order he growled after that you must return here to die unless you have someone who is willing to come in your place and live here with me forever Bianca and Bettina stood gawping in horror Oh daddy oh daddy they wailed who is going to look after us when you're gone don't worry daddy belle comforted her father i can't let you die and this entire mess happened because i asked for a rose so i will go instead of you belle you will do nothing of the kind her father protested you haven't seen this guy i don't care said belle resolutely sticking out her chin and nothing belle's father could say would make her change her mind if you sneak off without me i shall just follow you and anyway he has said that if you go back he will kill you but he might not do that to me if i go i have decided i am going and that is that was her final word on the subject so 3 months later the broken hearted businessman accompanied his brave daughter to the door of the huge lonely mansion and kissed her for the last time He could hardly see through his tears as he turned and walked away. Right. Pele said to herself firmly, though her bottom lip was trembling. Mm, let's find the library. Maybe it has a good science section. She set off through the stone corridors and oak-paneled halls exploring. It was an eerie feeling to be all alone in such an enormous old place. Suddenly Belle stopped in surprise. There right in front of her was a door marked Belle's room. She put her hand on the iron handle and gently pushed. It swung open with a creak. Belle gasped with delight. inside was everything she could possibly have wished for there was a soft white bed wardrobes full of beautiful clothes but best of all lining the walls was shelf after shelf of books the owner of this place cannot be all bad belle murmured to herself she drew down the nearest book It was bound in ancient leather and had gold edging. 
Belle read the first page and was surprised to find her name in it. Belle, you have a heart of gold like girls in fairy tales of old. Whatever you wish, it will come true. There's magic waiting here for you. Hmm, wondered Belle. Well, the only thing I really wish is that I could see if my dad is okay. At that very moment, Belle noticed a mirror on the bedroom wall begin to cloud over. Mists swirled across the glass and when they cleared, instead of her own reflection, she saw a picture of her father sitting at home sadly without her. After a few moments, the picture vanished. But Belle was very grateful to have been able to see her father at all. The owner of this place was actually very kind. Belle thought to herself, he cannot be all bad. Anyone who is thoughtful enough to provide books for me? Well, I think he is a good enough guy. Belle thought to herself. Just then, Belle heard the dinner bell ringing from the great hall. She hurried along and found a delicious meal laid out for one. No sooner had she swallowed three mouthfuls than she heard a shuffling and a snuffling. The food stuck in her throat and her heartbeat quickened. Belle forced herself to turn round and face her host. Her father had been right. He was truly terrifying. He was truly hideous. I'm Belle, she whispered, remembering her manners like the well-brought-up girl she was. My room is... It's, it's wonderful. Thank you. Call me Beast, said the monster gruffly, a look of pleasure lighting up his sad eyes. Did you really like everything? Yes, of course, said Belle. Particularly the books. I love books, especially those on rocket science. They are your books now, said Beast. Everything here is yours. I give it all to you. You can do with everything just what you wish. And that goes for me too. If I am bothering you, just tell me to go away and I will. The beast looked down at his huge flat feet. I know, I'm exceedingly ugly. I might put you off your food. He sighed a deep sigh. And not only am I ugly, I'm very stupid too. Now, now, comforted Belle. I'm sure that's not the case. Anyone who is ready to say they are stupid can't possibly be stupid. 
the only people who really are stupid are those who never admit that they are stupid huh do you really think so asked the beast yes of course laughed belly and if you really worried about being stupid i can teach you a lot of things i can teach you all about rocket science and space let me get my books a sheepish smile came over the beast's ugly face as he listened to belly read after a while he suddenly interrupted her belly will you marry me he asked belly was extremely taken aback she looked at the monster as he crouched adoringly in front of her i'm sorry she said i wish i could but i don't know you and i really don't want to and so the time passed each day belly read in her room and walked in the beautiful grounds admiring the roses and each evening the beast came to visit her as the weeks went on belle began to enjoy his company and looked forward to seeing him but each night the beast asked her to marry him and even though belle liked him more and more as a friend she simply couldn't well um, fancy him belle's only other worry was her father each day she saw in the mirror that he was pining more and more without her her sisters were selfish unkind and thoughtless and her father had grown quiet and pale and thin dear beast belle begged one night allow me to go back to see my dad i'm afraid that he's dying of a broken heart much to belle's surprise the beast nodded his agreement of course belle he said if that is what will make you happy only i don't know what i will do without you darling beast whispered belle stroking his matted shaggy hair i promise i will be back in a week then i promise you that when you wake up tomorrow morning you will be at home with your father sighed the beast take this ring of mine when you're ready to leave just put it by the side of your bed at night as you sleep it will bring you back here sure enough next morning belle woke up back in her old bed her dad couldn't believe his eyes he and belle hugged and laughed and spent a wonderful holiday doing all the things they used to enjoy doing together going through his accounts visiting the science museum watching old musicals on tv the week just flew by in the twinkling of an eye please belle don't go begged her dad and belle didn't have the heart to leave but several nights later belle had a terrible dream she saw the beast lying in the garden of his mansion under the rose bushes that he loved so much and belle knew that he was dying
daddy she'll stop the next morning i'm worried that something dreadful has happened to the beast he's my best and truest friend and he's been nothing but kind to me and and it's all my fault that he's unhappy and unwell that night belle put the beast's ring by her bedside it didn't seem as if she'd been asleep for 5 minutes when she woke up in her beautiful white room in the mansion belle sped off into the moonlit garden and there lying under the rose bushes just as in her dream lay the beast she flung herself down by his side and heaved his big heavy head into her lap her tears plopped one by one onto his hairy face weakly the beast opened his eyes and smiled i thought you had forgotten your promise he whispered now i have seen you once again i can die happily no belly cried you can't die you mustn't leave me i love you and she kissed him at that very moment the night sky was lit up by a million rainbow colored fireworks belly gazed upwards in surprise She thought things like that only happened in the movies. When she looked down at the beast again, the monster was gone. Lying in her lap was a young, smiling, happy prince. He sprang up and lifted Belle to her feet with joy in his eyes. "My darling Belle," he told her, "thank you for setting me free." I have lived under a wicked enchantment for years which forced me to appear as the beast not only ugly but stupid too until a beautiful girl willingly fell in love with me you are the only person in the world who saw through my ugly appearance and sensed what i really was inside now we will live together happily ever ever after and that's exactly what they did but this is a real tale not a fairy tale and real tales don't have entirely happy endings the prince took belle to live at his palace and her dad went to live with them too but belle's selfish sisters got what they deserved they were turned into statues and set at the palace gates until such time as they began to think about other people rather than themselves as far as i know they are both standing there still is children you i hope had a good time listening to this story good night and sweet dreams